feels like the consistency is missing, it is. If it feels like the consistency is missing as a result of not having an identity, um, no. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. The Penguins split a weekend back-to-back in Buffalo and then coming home to beat the Maple Leafs. It should have been, obviously, a sweep, blowing a two-goal lead in the third period to the Sabres was an ugly look. But just as pretty was how they defended, boxed out, battled, dug along the boards to make sure that they hung on to a well-deserved lead over Toronto in winning 3-2 to two Saturday night at PPG Paints Arena. It, 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 it's not about any of this, though. I'm going to keep repeating this until I'm some really deep, dark blue shade in my face for however long it takes. This team is going to be built on three things. One, and it's in this order, goaltending. Two, the power play. Three, defending hard. Now, which of those three is missing? Right. You're going to get... And I left this off on purpose. All the five-on-five offense that you could possibly want or need just based on the construction of the top six, just based on the the pedigree, the talent, the Hall of Fame credentials, and everything else. Those guys have always been Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Jake Gensel, blah, 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 blah. Always been money in the bank as it relates to X amount of offense. So you can take X amount of offense and just kind of Set it off to the side. What you haven't been able to count on, even from these truly great players, and this has been a while now, this is not new, is a productive, dynamic, dangerous, and feared power play. And that's a very, very, very big problem because as much as you want to look back at that Buffalo game and say, boy, how did they blow this and how did they not find a way to sit on a lead or trap or whatever it is that people want. That's not the problem. It's not the problem. It doesn't hurt when you can do that. It's a nice thing to have in your back pocket. But score a power play goal. Just one. Just one. Score a power play goal at any point in the game. And everything works differently. The opponent has to open up areas that they don't want to open up. And then you, in turn, can become more effective on the counterattack. Everything changes. Just score a power play goal. Just one. Nobody's asking for the 87 Oilers here. Just one. Get to the net. Fire some pucks. Do some terrible things in the crease, whatever it takes, and score a power play goal. I don't say this often, and that's because I don't say it lightly. But if there's going to be anything that prompts 
Kyle Dubas or Mike Sullivan or whoever toward any kind of coaching change, it's going to be this. And I understand that they value and they should Todd Reardon as a member of that staff. He does a lot of good things, things that people don't see. But he's also the one tagged with running that power play. And I would posit that the things that he does really well are obviously not that power play. You don't have to fire somebody. You don't have to get rid of him. What you need is a legit ace-level power play specialist. Someone who thinks about power plays, who studies power plays, who analyzes them, who even micro-digs through the data of power plays, modern power plays, and says, hey, listen, you give me 10 guys of this quality, and let's bear in mind that the other night in Buffalo, the second unit had Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang. I mean, it's, it's getting farcical. It really is. When you're putting a second unit like that on the rink and there's still nothing happening, then you've got issues with the construction of the power play. Seize this opportunity, this rare and golden opportunity with all of these superstars, all of them legitimately humbled, legitimately looking for answers to say, hey, guys, we let you do it your way for a long time. We can't do that anymore because we wouldn't be doing you a service if we did. So here, meet, I don't know, Gord Smith over here, ace power play dude. Gord Smith comes into Cranberry and says, hi, I'm Gord Smith. Uh, nice to meet you, Mr. Crosby, Mr. Malkin. But it, the way you've been doing things here, no, okay? This doesn't work. And between the fictitious Gord Smith and Sullivan and, I mean, get Reardon out of the room. This isn't happening, okay? You say to them, you are about to be coached. We'll listen to what you have to say, but you are about to be coached. And that includes from the personnel standpoint. This could be the thing insanely enough that keeps this team out of the playoffs, never mind out of contention. That's nuts. That's nuts. Do I have to run through the names of these participants again? Do I have to go through just Eric Carlson's own credentials? And the fact that these individuals are still performing at a very high level when it comes to five on five. It's not like they've become defective. It's not like they've slowed down. It's harder to score goals, theoretically, at five on five than it is on a power play. Wow, this is nuts, but do something about it. When we come back, J1Q. J1Q comes from Ronald, who says, DK, do you still think that Mike Sullivan should be coaching this team, given that we're seeing the same issues year after year after year with no answers in sight? Yes, I do. I'd be very surprised if you ever see me waver on that one. 
I believe in this man. I believe in him as a coach. I believe in him as a leader. I believe in him as someone who is probably more adaptive than most might realize. It's just in very subtle ways because he believes in the base system. And, you know, what we're talking about here isn't that much of a head coach thing. It's just not. I don't mean to be sounding like I'm handing him a uh, the figurative pass that everyone always talks about or that I'm making excuses for him or anything like that. The main thing that a head coach can do as it relates to the power play is from a personnel standpoint. Okay, Most head coaches don't run their own power play. There's all kinds of layers to doing that, including how you attack the opponent's penalty killing that night, including how they happen to attack you. The main thing that the head coach can do is empower and facilitate the changing of personnel if it's needed. And you know what? I don't know how much more Sullivan can show on that front than what he did the other night in Buffalo. I mean, he took one of the best players of all time and put him on the second unit. He has already taken the best defenseman in franchise history and put him on the second unit. So it's not like there's some lack of willingness. And if you want to get into weird stuff like take Sidney Crosby off, then you're the one who's lost your mind. The answers aren't coming from the players who've been running the power play for a long time. The answers aren't coming from Todd Reardon. That's why I'm feeling as though what has to happen here is that they've got to come from the outside. I'm going to try to find a delicate way to word this. But there are people who've been around both the franchise and around hockey for a lifetime who watch the Penguins on a regular basis who believe they have some answers. To my knowledge, they've never been consulted. They're right there in-house. They're right there in-house. The things that they put forth are not things that I'm seeing transpire on the ice. So either they're not being asked or whatever it is that they have to say isn't valued or, for all I know, isn't correct. But here's what is certain. What's going on down there at ice level is wrong because it's not working. And you need to open these things up. You need to open these processes up to other voices. And that much is on the head coach. So I would be both disappointed and, to be honest with you, surprised if that doesn't happen in the very, very near future. I don't just mean whoever you know that's in the building. I mean just getting ideas from someone else, from somewhere else, to try to figure out what's happening here. It's not execution. You can't pin this one on just execution. There are too many great, and I'm underlining the word great, players on the rink for it to be about execution. These guys can make plays, to say the least. But they're making the wrong ones, and they're making them out of the wrong formations, and they're doing it with the wrong objectives. Yes, to answer your question, definitely not avoiding it. I believe in Mike Sullivan, but he's got to fix this. 
I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.